Hi, we are Mel and Josie, and we're here to tell you that no matter how much it feels like, you are screwing up every single part of your goddamn life. Actually, you're doing great, sweetie. Thriving here in um, COVID-affected Sydney. I'm just loving it. Not, just not at all. Having the best time. No, <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was just saying to Josie, I have been. I, well, we're pretty much almost certainly going into a 14-day mm. like proper lockdown, like, like a 14-day ISO, ISO yeah. situation because um, Tom was in a location and I lived with him and there's really nowhere like the, the rules for when you're a secondary close contact are so funny. It's like, um, if you can like use a different bathroom, yeah. if you can <laughs> sleep in a different room and if you have to use the same bathroom, you have to go in and like disinfect all handles, toilet seats, everything every yeah. time. And I'm like, fuck that. I'd yeah. rather just do isolation do for 14 ISO. days. It was, like, easier. so insane because I was, like, oh, I could go sleep in Kate's room because um, Tom's living with me, but then Kate is living with her boyfriend, so there's this spare room. Um, but then I was sort of, like, that's just weird. Like, imagine, like, two weeks of just sleeping separately yeah. and, like, not speaking <laughs> to each other and, like, not letting Tom come out of the room. Like, he's a little gremlin. And he's yeah, no, I think it's easier to just 14 day. I mean, you're, it's not like the rest of Sydney is free. And you have to go no. into ISO. Like we're all in a state of lockdown. You're just in a more intense state of it. So it's not like you're missing anything is what I'm saying. No, but it does like hit you harder like in the sense that like it's a really nice day. I probably would have gone for a walk yeah, today. Um, I would go mad without my walks. Yeah, and like also food shopping and stuff like I've been kind of doing it every few days mm. and trying to think ahead for meals. But it's like there's always something like last night – I decided to make those pasta chips, those air fryer pasta oh, yeah. chips, and I made them, and they're great, by the way, and then you really need to dip with them. Like, yeah. I thought you could just eat them on their own, and it's like, no, it just tastes like literal cardboard on its own. Yeah. And so um, we didn't have a dip. Yeah. And then I tried to make this feta yogurt dip, and it just came out tasting like sort of gluggy yogurt. It was revolting. <laughs> and, then, and then we had, like, this pesto sauce. Mm. <laughs> I think everyone knows where this is going. Oh, no. And we were so desperate because we weren't allowed to leave the house and we were just like, what if we just dipped them in the pesto sauce? Because it's kind of like pasta. Yeah. With a pesto sauce. It's not. Uh, That's not what it tasted like. Uh. It was sort of like a very strong, nutty basil taste. Yeah. No. It tasted like eating sauce on a chip. So, no. Not ideal. Not a a vibe. But, Um, yes. Speaking of culinary creations, mm-hmm. I'm I'm doing that thing that people got into last year where like people just like bake because oh, they're yeah. bored, but then you don't yep. really want to eat it because it's like very unhealthy. Like I'm not here baking like healthy muffins. No. Because I don't believe that that's truly baking if it's healthy. Well, it's also like, I'm sorry, but you make, bake the healthy muffins and then you're still going to eat five of them. Yeah, so it's like so doesn't you count. You may as well anyway. bake. So last week I made chocolate crunch slice. Oh, yum. And today I'm making a banoffee pie because those oh, banoffee damn. Tim Tams are out. 
I don't know if you've mm. seen them. Mm-hmm. And I bought a packet yesterday. I ate one. And then I said, Julian, you have to take the rest of the packet to work on Monday. I just want to try them. <laughs> I don't want them in the house. And he was like, okay. Yeah. Um, and, but then he said that he bought them that day at work. So now they're going to have like two packets to go through. <laughs> but anyway, I was reading the instructions and you have to boil a can of condensed milk like oh, for wow. two hours to turn it into caramel Oh my God. Feeling. So, and I was like, talking intense. to my dad about it and he was like, my dad's a really good baker. And he said, just be careful when you open the tin afterwards. Cause apparently his friend like opened the tin after she'd boiled it. And it kind of like, cause the pressure of it, like expanding Ooh. in there, it like shot out at her and burnt her oh like above her eye. Don't just shooting caramel. Yeah. Anyway, so I was thinking about that and I was like about to get it ready and I'm just not like 100% with it today. And yeah. I opened the can and poured it into the saucepan and then I was like, oh. fuck's sake, like <laughs> you're supposed to leave it in the can. <laughs> so then I was just like, no, I can't make it. And Julian was like, he'd already been up to the shops once. Then I went up to get my stuff. And then yeah. I was like, I forgot the can. Like now I need another can of condensed milk. <laughs> so then oh, he went so up again. <laughs> so now it's boiling. The can is boiling. So I'm only at the first stage of the banoffee pie. I've never made it before. So I just wanted to. I haven't either. Make I've never it, made it. See how it like goes. That. And like that two lots of things that you know, are involved. Like you need the caramelly stuff yes. and then you also need the creamy stuff. So it's Yes. Like and also the base. Doubly. It's it's a yeah. lot to it. Oh, it's all There's happening. no actual well, that's baking. A whole day treat. But, um. Oh. I will, it's like you put it in the fridge. It's like one of those things that sets. sets. So, Mm. yeah, it is going to be a whole day thing. So I'll let you know how that goes. Fingers crossed I don't stuff it up again because I stuffed up the first step, (laughs) literally the first (laughs) step. I was like, what am I doing? I was just on autopilot, I think, from making like caramel slice where you pour out the condensed milk. I was just like, cool, great start. Um, it's probably because, and this is ironic because yesterday we recorded an episode about drinking mm-hmm. and I had a fair few wines last night. I'm not hungover, but I just feel like I'm a bit scattered. Like I didn't sleep yeah. properly. I don't think you have a good quality of sleep when you've had a bunch of wine and I'm just not no. thinking straight at all. Yeah. I have this history of when I'm like upset or frustrated, like I reach my limit, I throw food on the floor. Like right. I, okay. <laughs> like when one time I did it, it was like I was really mad at my mom when I was a teenager and I took like a whole steak. This is so upsetting. And I just shoved the whole plate in the sink, like out <gasps> of anger at her. Oh, my God. And I got God. in a lot of trouble. But then more recently, like a few years ago, <laughs> I was cooking the ham on for Christmas Day on the barbecue. Yeah. And I... <laughs> left it and I said to I think I said to someone in the family like can you check on it or whatever and no one did and then when I went back there was like the tiniest burnt amount like it was so small and I got so angry I threw the whole thing on the floor and the funny part of that is that dad just sort of calmly picked it up when I stormed off to my room and like just like put it back on the barbecue (laughs) and we ate it later like he was just like okay she'll regret that later (laughs) pick that back up it's perfectly good two second rule it's fine (laughs) and then last night I so I'm a bit PMS so I'm like my period's on its way Uh I feel like PMS and lockdown's not a good not a great combo and Tom and I had this like stupidest fucking argument because I'm in this thing. So I don't know, how, I don't know how much I've talked about on the podcast, but I, I wrote a story about it the other day about la- things I'm learning in lockdown about myself. And I'm so 
so like particular about my living yes. situation. Like everything is just so, and I never realized it till someone moved in. Yeah. And so yesterday's drama was that I was marching around the house, like cleaning things, putting things away, like it was making the bed and stuff. And normally I'm actually quite happy to just do that stuff because I quite like tidying and cleaning and, and I don't mind. Mm. But I, I, when I'm not in the mood or like, say like if Tom's out I'll just do it but then he was on the couch just like on his phone and why I got pissed off was because he was just on his phone and it wasn't looking at me and realizing how much I was doing for him (laughs) which is so like you know when out of the moment you're like okay all you really needed to do was say hey babe could you just like come help me yeah the bed and he would have come because he's yeah like he always like he's not yeah he's not a dick he like if I say and he's also like not like annoyed by how much housework I do like he's always happy to get up and do something yeah but he also just like we all do just zooms into his phone and then doesn't know what's going on so so I was like I had this like argument with him about you never like you're never looking at what I'm doing and you don't (laughs) notice what I'm doing and and he's like you could just ask me I'm like but I shouldn't have to ask you but you do have to ask guys because you have to ask Well, I don't know this, do I? Because I've never lived with one before. So I was like, you should just magically know that I want you to get up and help me. Absolutely not. You can't see that the bed is unmade. You don't know that I'm in there doing it, but you should just know. You should should psychically realise. Psychically realise. Anyway, after all of that, um, he was... I don't know, he was on the phone somewhere. It wasn't even about him. He was on the phone. And then I was cooking and I was going to make vodka pasta, which I'm now going to make tonight because this situation was not good. Basically, I put the garlic in the oil and then I put mm. the chili in the oil and I was and it was doing so well and I had the heat up too high and then oh, all of a sudden no. it's all burnt. No. And it was just the last straw. I was like, because <laughs> like you, like just like you said, I couldn't go out and get more garlic. Yes. Like I used all my garlic. Yes. And so I was like, I can't redo this now yeah it's fucked so it's fucked and then (laughs) the pan the pan went in the sink at least was smart enough not to hurl like hot oil around the room yeah but i I then got so mad i snapped and i just grabbed this plate and threw it on the floor oh my god out of anger i know it was so dramatic (laughs) it's very greek of you it's very Greek of me (laughs) and and then i stormed off the room had a big cry and then tom got off the phone eventually and was like are you what's happening like he's like come out and all of a sudden there's like <laughs> shattered plate on the floor and there's like this smell of burning garlic you're crying and i'm not room. there yeah. <laughs> anyway and then we sort of just calmly went out and we're like sweeping it up and it was so annoying to clean up josie it was, like, oh the and worst. it's so embarrassing like i throw things oh as God, well so not food but i'm more like i will throw objects around when i'm pissed off yeah like yeah roses toys like and it's so yes. embarrassing to then go and like clean up your little clean tantrum. it up <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's your big baby tantrum you gotta go so, clean like, it up facing your own tantrum is so embarrassing <laughs> so when you're 35 <laughs> it's like you and you've got a baby it's like the baby's like judging you harshly. i know it's even i'm She's like, like wow, i don't do that she's Mom. more mature than me like get it fucking together seriously <laughs> yeah i've done it in front oh, of her cool. where i've like hurled something across the room yeah. <laughs> she's just kind of and, like, and just to clarify we're not hurling things at people <laughs> no just across the room it's just like you know i feel like people know what we're talking about here there's a very big difference a between a surge like, of anger and you just yeah i like threw her beanie across the room the other day 
Yeah, like if I'm throwing something dangerous, it's no one's ever there. Like no. it happened two times in my one time I did it. This was the funniest one when I was a teen. I was a very emotional hormonal teenager, yeah. right? And I had this little cat. You know those little cat toys. The um, it was one of those. Um, is it Japanese cult? They have the money toy. Oh, the money and they shop. like wave their arms. Yeah, with the hands. Yeah. Um, it was like that, but it was porcelain. Oh no! And um. I was like in the middle of a hormonal tantrum and (laughs) I was in my room and then because I knew I would get in trouble if I threw it like at something hard and and mum heard the shatter, I just threw it on my bed and so it cracked but it was a really silent like not satisfying. (laughs) There was nothing satisfying about it and then I just had to clean it up and I was was like, like, what was the point of this tantrum? It didn't get me any attention. It didn't actually it like it didn't even satisfy anything. me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Anyway, yeah. So I haven't done that for a long time, but that happened last night, and I'm still dealing with the debris today. Like we mm. vacuumed up most of the little bits, but then I found this like giant chunk under the back door, and I'm like, cool. Like a constant <laughs> reminder of my, your a constant <laughs> reminder of my humiliatingly immature moment. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all fun and games over here. Were you going to tell me a story aside from throwing a plate? No, I, that was the story. I was going right. to tell you something else, but it's not very exciting. So it's basically that I just bought three shirts off a brand and I'm like, why am I buying three shirts? The same <laughs> shirt again? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank God. No, it's my favorite brand, um, it, Chasing Unicorns. I'll give them a shout out. Oh, yeah. It's actually quite a small business. And um, she has these beautiful uh, like vintage-esque, sort of 70s-esque clothing. And it's always like small runs of stuff. Yeah, gorgeous um, stuff. Very expensive. Yeah. Very expensive. And so I often am just sort of like, I love that shirt, but I can't afford it or, you know, whatever. And, but she had like a massive, she had a 30% off sale the other day and all three of these shirts that I've wanted for ages were in the sale. And I was just like, it's just like this surge comes over you in lockdown, right? Like it's like a weird, I think it's, it's because I have more disposable income because I'm literally doing nothing. So I have money. Why do I have all this money? (laughs) Yeah. And I also like, look project into the future right mm. and i'm like i'm not going to need this money for anything like i've yeah. paid my rent yeah i've got food so there's literally no scenario that's going to show up where i'm going to be like fuck i wish i had that money yeah <laughs> so it just makes me really reckless at the moment and so yeah so i bought three shirts mm. and it's not like i regret it because they were really nice shirts but and i'm you also wanted sort them of for like, ages yeah, but where am I fucking wearing yeah. them, Josie? This is the thing. No, like, no. I don't know when this lockdown's ending. It'll be summer. And what we like, I'll be like, cool, <laughs> that I can't wear now. <laughs> I know. I was actually really practical the other day. There's this jumper I've wanted for a while. I was like, oh, I'm just going to fucking get that jumper. And then I was like, actually, it's like kind of a nice jumper. It's not really like this sloppy yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. probably not one I'd wear around the house. And I'm like, actually, I probably shouldn't because if we're in lockdown till end of August, and then it's yeah. warm, like spring. I'm actually not going to wear that jumper. It's actually exactly. not practical. But I did buy three things from Spells New Drop. So oh, I, nice. I'm just like you with Chasing Unicorns. Yes. I was like yes. waiting for it. And I yes. I regret nothing, which is probably not great. <laughs> yes. What are we talking about today? <laughs> what are we talking about today? <laughs> We're not talking about fashion. We're not talking no. about fucking throwing plates on the floor. No. We're talking about comparison syndrome, which is one one of the ones I think that really kickstarted us even doing this mm-hmm. podcast. Huh? And a lot of people in the Facebook group, which you can find on Facebook, doing do, you're doing great, sweetie podcast. Is that what it's called? I'm, the group? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure if you <laughs> type so. in those words, 
It'll come up. Find it. But anyway, join us. And Mel put a thread in of episode suggestions and topics and a few Mm. people brought this up and we already had it on the list. So just shows. And it was really like... We're really in sync, all of us. That's yes. what it shows. Yep. Like periods, except with yep. thoughts. We've synced up our interests rather than our yes. menstrual cycles. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I we talk about this a lot mm. and I feel like this was kind of one of the topics that really started us going, we should make a podcast that makes people feel normal because yep. I think the, the hardest um, – I'd say, like, kind of ground for comparison syndrome for us was kind of Instagram mm. in a way. And and because it's like, you know, it's a sharing platform and we're all sharing our lives on there, but we're sharing a very curated version mm-hmm. of our lives on there. And we'll go into Instagram properly later because I have so many thoughts about how I use it as well as how I take other people's stuff in. Yeah. But I think from the comparison side of things – it's just such toxic fuel for my comparison issues. And I have a big issue with this because I think I have, I, and I think we're coming at this from very different, well, probably some crossover, but I think you, you're probably going to talk more about like parenting and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Whereas for me, it's all relationship stuff. Okay. Um, but I have like quite, bad relationship anxiety, which will, again, be another topic for another time. A whole separate time. episode. A whole thing. <laughs> um, and it's now I've done like quite – I've really deep-dived on it in this relationship probably because it's like the healthiest relationship I've been in and the like a good one that I don't want to fuck up, you mm. know. And <laughs> so I've done a lot more work on myself. And so I now follow quite a few really good accounts about relationship anxiety and sometimes they call it relationship OCD, which I'm sort of half-half on because I think OCD is like quite a specific mm. type of mental health issue and I don't know that it 100% aligns with this, but it's essentially the idea where you get like a lot of like traumatic thoughts around relationships and, and you're very susceptible to criticising your own or criticising your partner or questioning your own. Yeah. And um, – and for me, and and in these sorry, in these Instagram accounts, one of the things they say a lot is how hard it is with Instagram and with the way that we present our lives now and how we get our information about other people's lives. It's so easy to take that information and then project it onto your own relationship yes. and find yours falling up short. Mm. And really, that's what comparison syndrome is, right? Mm. Is it's just this is what I have, this is what they have. Theirs looks better. Yeah. Do I mine need is, that? I need that or yeah. mine is inferior, yeah. whatever it may be, or I'm inferior or, you know, I'm not doing it right because if I was, it would look like that. Mm. And it comes across with everything. But, yeah, mine mine is really relationships and, and where it will go is like, you know, when people post those things that are like, oh, like, you know, um, 10 years with this one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> partner in crime um have loved you since the moment i met you um and and these are fine things to write like it's not i'm not even being critical of writing those things because i i understand that like you're writing from your own experience like this is something Mm. took me a long time to understand but people write from their own experience right and so like you'll see people where they they do it and they're like um this is my best friend but then you'll see other people that do it where they're like um 
I've had the best time, like have the best 10 years with you, can't wait for more. And, yeah. you know, so it's like people's emotional ways of speaking are very different. And so there's a way I would talk about my relationship in a way that, you know, someone else would. Mm. But I, I feel like when you're not, when you're having issues or whatever, or when you're, when you're susceptible to comparisonitis, I guess is another <laughs> term for it, <laughs> is like you see stuff like that and your immediate response isn't, um, oh, that's nice for them. It's, it, yeah. well, I wouldn't say that. And if I wouldn't say that, what's wrong with my relationship? Yeah. Or, oh, they look really happy. Look, look how, look how. Cl- I mean, this is probably something you're going to bring up, but look how clean and oatmeal shaded their baby yeah. is. <laughs> my baby <laughs> isn't wearing a nice peasant top, crisp white peasant top with an oatmeal <laughs> linen overall smiling at the camera. You know, like it's just yeah. so easy to suddenly like look on your phone, look at this stylized picture that someone's selected of their, from their yeah. photos and then turn around and look at your partner sitting on the couch with, like, nacho cheese stains all over their shirt <laughs> or, like, your baby on the floor, like, rolling around in raspberry jam. Like, you know, <laughs> like, it's so easy to do that. Um, but, yeah, no, but, I, I mean, obviously you tell us about the parenting side of things because I find this fascinating. Yeah, but I also... I have thoughts about the relationship thing too because I don't gram mm. a lot of my relationship with yes, you. And yes. I think, I think, and I don't, well, I'm not a perfect person. I'm not saying I'm an angel, but I think I don't because I don't want to put that out there. Like yeah. I kind of, I think it's because I've got people I follow where they'll put up a pic of like them and their partner at like a wedding looking like a really good pic of her. Like she looks hot. He looks pretty handsome. They're at this wedding smiling. But like she told me that they had a fucking huge fight at that wedding, like massive arguments. But then that's the pic that they put up. Obviously she's not going to put up a pic of them fighting going, you're a cock. How could you say that to me? I had the worst time at this wedding. But just (laughs) this guy's a Say anything. (laughs) You don't need to say anything. It's that constant like quick, got to get a pic with my partner at this wedding so he can be all cute on Instagram. Like that really bothers me about other people and I think that's why I don't do it with my relationship. I just like to keep it a bit because it's not perfect. So why would I like project that it is like? Yeah, and I think that's the thing, right? Like I and you've always been this for me and I have certain people in my life where I feel very comfortable talking to them about my relationship and asking questions because I think for me, I had a long-term relationship when I was in church, which I, also people were asking yes, me to talk about church. And I'm and like, I will do it. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. I will. I'll for do years it. Years you've it. been saying, you'll talk about it. <laughs> I will. We'll go there. But basically, I had like a yeah, like a two-year relationship in church, which I wouldn't even necessarily count. Like, I, it counts in my life. It was my first love. You know, mm. he was an amazing guy. But I wouldn't say it counts in terms of the experience of a relationship. It was very controlled by what my the beliefs were in my mm. church which was quite strict mm. so it was like we didn't have sex before marriage we you know barely were physically intimate we never slept over at each other's houses you know what i mean like yeah. it was very very almost like teen yes yeah, so i was gonna vibe, say like a high know? school type yeah experience. yeah like very limited um but you know so i always have had questions in relationships like is it normal to feel this way is it normal that sometimes like they're annoying me. Is it normal mm-hmm. if like, you know, whatever? And and 
you've always been really honest. And so I've got a few people like that, but you've obviously always been someone that I've always talked to and knew that you would just give it to me straight and wouldn't like pretend your relationship was perfect. And like, you know, and I think like, that's the other thing is why do we talk to each other that way? It's not just Instagram. Yeah. It's in Um, life as well. Yeah. And we're talking in this way where it's almost like there are people out there and I I feel like none of our delightful listeners would be doing this. And if you do do this, it's okay because we're all, you know, like shit's hard. Yeah. As we always say, I feel like shit's hard is really just like the jumper slogan for our merch eventually. (laughs) Shit's hard. (laughs) Um. But, you know, people do this thing where they gloss their life. Yes. Just normal combos with, like, they're really good friends. And yeah. it's like you can be Why at, like, doing that? <laughs> drinks or whatever. And it's yeah. like someone's like, oh, you wouldn't guess what Tommy did the other day. Oh, he just was <laughs> so amazing. He, like, cooked me a mushroom and then he cut it open and he put ricotta and rosemary in it and then he baked it under the sun for an hour <laughs> under the tuscan and sun and presented it he went to tuscany he flew to italy just to bake mushroom. <laughs> my singular mushroom that i love and then he proposed to me because he oh, put a ring inside the ricotta in the mushroom and i chipped my tuscany. front tooth on it but it's so it worth so it cute. and then they're not telling you that when Tommy proposed, you had a complete stomach flip and you thought, fuck, do I really want to spend the life with this person and had a total anxiety attack and then cried for an hour because you weren't sure and you felt like your life was changing. And, yeah. you know, and th- this shit's normal. Like, it's normal. And 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 not saying that that's everyone's experience. I'm sure there are people that had beautiful engagement <laughs> experiences where there was not one weird emotion that you experienced. But, like, we can't all be living these perfect lives. No. I call bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> And it's really nice when you find friends and people in your life that you can just be like, you know, here's this uncomfortable truth about my life Mm. or my emotions or my feelings, whether that's about your kids, like having moments where you're like, I don't, I wish I didn't have my kids and Mm. I hate that I feel that way. Or, you know, in your relationship, in your career, in anything really. And, And that someone else can say to you, that's cool. Like I've had insert X similar experience yeah. and it's not an indicative that you're an evil person or that you're a terrible mother or a terrible <laughs> partner. Yeah. You know? Totally. Totally. It's not just Instagram. It is totally in life and in conversations too when people just gloss over shit. But on the parenting front, I had to unfollow so many people because of oatmeal, linen, overalls I just get those oatmeal linen overalls in the bin I just and I follow people that are like a bit kind of warts and all as well and Mm. I kind of turn that into a bit of comedy and I appreciate that definitely more but then by the same token like um yeah, there is this mummy blogger I guess that I follow called Amy Gerard she's very Mm -hmm. funny keeps it real but at the same time I'm like wow she's so skinny and hot like she is Mm. and she's got three kids and then I'm like I'm doing it even though she's there going what's and all like I've got this kid hanging off me this kid vomited this kid did an aqua turd haven't had sex (laughs) in a month with my husband because we're exhausted I'm still like wow she's so skinny how is she so skinny after having three kids it's just like yeah it doesn't matter like even if she's not got her kids in oatmeal linen I'm still comparing myself to her 
Well, and that's the other thing, isn't it? Like it's at the end of the day, like you have you have people that are actively fueling your comparisonitis yes. by presenting a false image of what yeah. your life is like or by you taking that curated image as mm. their actual life. But then on the other hand, you can also just sometimes have a really normal person who's just yeah. normally talking and isn't, isn't and doing anything like, harmful. Damn. And you still fuck it up somehow. <laughs> it's like we've mentioned before, like your anxiety will just look for something. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not just like oh god yeah quite obvious it'll still like hunt down that thing but yes the oatmeal people i followed before i had rosa i followed so many of those kind of parents that are also stylists and like interiors mm-hmm. focused and like they're fucking now i feel bad if you're listening and you have an oatmeal nursery that's so fine <laughs> but just oatmeal is cool it's fine. it's okay to have rust um, linen bedding and like rotan everything in your mm-hmm. <laughs> in your baby nursery, but I was following all of those and like these perfect like nursery playrooms with like mm. the IKEA kitchen toy kitchen that they'd like hacked and made them like rust colored oh <laughs> by God, using cute. paint from buttons yeah. like all of that. <laughs> and then I actually am so glad that I went. Oh, I don't actually think I want that. I think I want like. I had when I was a kid, which was like a very 90s, like metal tubular bunk bed that was bright red and like my room was just all primary colours. And thank fuck because every kid's toy is primary colours. So I'm like, where are those people on Instagram hiding the fucking Fisher-Price plastic toy that is like red, green, yellow, (laughs) like And that's the one that they love. Like they love those toys. They don't play with like rust-coloured linen like bears they want like (laughs) they want tickle me fucking elmo who's bright red is probably made of formaldehyde (laughs) maniacally for hours that's what they want and i'm so glad i just like moved away from oatmeal before i had rosa and then when i had her i had to unfollow people that were everything was filtered and everything was like the baby looked so cute and they were like so like people that had had babies around the same time as me that were like so happy in our love bubble with little wheaton our child wheaton or whatever they named their stupid I was just like, I was just like, wow. Wheaton sounds like such a prick. I'm sorry. I'd made that up. Wheaton, is, no gro- Wheaton. Wheaton is growing up to be a prick. <laughs> he is growing up. He's going to be a little turd when he's, when he's a kid. Oh, just these like ridiculous names and they're in their love bubble. And yes, you are in a love bubble for some of it. Fine. But like, I was like, when do they have time to like pose for this pic and put this pic up? And like, I'm mm. here just dragging myself to the finish line every day with a newborn like Mm. how are they doing this and also why are they doing this and I think it was when I got to the why are they doing this that I was like that is probably their way of dealing with with everything yeah and I was like I am going to unfollow these people because I don't need that energy but I also don't want to feed their weird whatever they're doing (laughs) because they're going through something clearly and they've decided to turn that into like projecting this perfect image yes and I actually spoke to a mutual friend of the person that I had done follow and this mutual friend was like oh no it's not like that at all it's not perfect like they've been going through so much I'm like well that's not what they put out there it's like don't put like 
if you don't want to put the warts and all out there, like just my thing is just don't put in the out there at all because I just feel like I'm, I know I'm talking like I'm some kind of patron saint of Instagram, but I just feel like <laughs> when I'm going to put something on there, I have a think and I'm like, is this really like, do I need to put this like perfect angel mm. pick of Rosa on here? Like is that going to damage people that are going through something? I don't know. I just have a think I know before I mean. do it. And no, same with hard. Julian, like putting up a like 10-year anniversary. I don't think I've grand about our anniversary in about five years. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. It's just like I just I just personally choose to just get on with my life rather than putting it all out there. Like I didn't even announce that I was having a baby on Instagram. Yes. Well, this is a new thing that's happening. <laughs> well, this is a, but, uh, my friend just had a kid and she didn't put it on there and I hadn't seen her in ages and then I saw her at an event and she's like six months pregnant and I was like, holy shit. And yeah. then you realise that we don't actually have to share every single no. thing that we do on yeah. there. But I think like I I, I kind of operate similarly to, similarly to you in that I do – I feel this responsibility to help people – Yes. And to sift through the bullshit and not present this, like like ensure that I'm not accidentally, because I think a lot of people accidentally do it. Yes. I don't think we intentionally are, you know. Um, make, trying to make people uh, I love feel how shit. we've like basically combined the Instagram, <laughs> Instagram episode with this, by the way, but we're going to keep going because I'm Yeah, we roll. are going to keep going. <laughs> but, you know, like, like. I don't want to be performative on there. Yeah. I don't want it to be that I am projecting what I want people to think my life looks like. Yes, but I But at agree. the same time, it's also like on the flip side, I don't want to be this negative Nelly all the time either. Yeah. So I'm kind of like try to – and I think, look, it's so different for everybody because if you are – like my sister is very creative. She's a designer. She mm. naturally, her grid naturally, her images are very considered. She likes to do like angles and light and shade mm. and things. And I get that, you know, and, and you're going to have, and this isn't even like take influences completely out of the equation mm. because I think when you're an influencer, it's your business. Yeah. And then I have friends who are influencers who say to me like, I feel so awkward because I feel like I'm contributing to this world where people feel shit when they go on Instagram, but it's also my business. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You shouldn't feel bad because you can take good photos and look cute in pretty dresses and stuff. Like that's not what it's about. It's kind of about what's right for you. Mm. Like what's going to fuck me up (laughs) is me following like 30 people that look stunning all the time like 30 oatmeal babies yes is that gonna fuck me up because i'm yes. gonna sit there compare comparing my baby yes. to these babies all the time get them the fuck out of your feed then yeah you know yeah i if think it's that's what you, it's more about is like how yeah. you take this stuff like yeah we're not like demonizing people that put shit on instagram like that's your personal choice and yes, it can be annoying, especially if you have a shit relationship and you're lying and putting cute pics of you. <laughs> well, that's and your a whole other thing. But that's, your, that's, like that's a, a whole thing side. that you're going through. Like yeah. I said, with this yeah. mum that was clearly going through something and was overcompensating on Instagram, that's a whole other thing. But yeah, I think, yeah, you just have to think about how you take stuff. And if you can't take stuff with a grain of salt, so be like, cute oatmeal baby, I bet it shat all over its oatmeal linen two minutes after this photo. <laughs> Like, 
skip, like next pick, scroll on. Yeah. Like if you're actually like, oh, my God, I need an oatmeal baby, then unfollow. You need yeah. to like unfollow those accounts because you will find, your anxiety will find something in every <laughs> bloody yeah. situation that you want to compare to and you're just constantly going to find new things that you're yes. not doing in your relationship, that you haven't bought for your baby, clothes that you want, a body hang up that you now have because you didn't realize you wanted to look like that in those clothes. And now you need to work yeah. on your ass because this influencer you follow has a great ass. It's like you're constantly, you're never going to be happy. No. And that's it. Like, and I think that's <laughs> where it comes back to like, it is kind of on us to put boundaries on our own lives and what we consume I guess but also to check ourselves when we go down those paths because I there are people I've muted on Instagram Mm. where it's like I really like you as a person yes but you lead a very beautiful life on here like whether it's when I'm not traveling and someone's just like on a year long holiday (laughs) it could be for any reason yeah and it's not personal no that's why I loved when they introduced mute because I was like I don't want you to know that I unfollowed you because I don't want to hurt your feelings because yeah. it's not actually like you're a shit person. And I might be ready person. for this another time. I might be ready yeah. to look at your oatmeal baby when my kid's three years old and I'm just like happy with what I'm doing. But right now I yeah. can't look at your oatmeal baby. Yes, exactly. There's different times. <laughs> yeah. So it's like mute's a great option. But that's it. It's not actually about what people are doing because, it, like, I think there's another camp that I think we should talk about, which is the person that is actually faking everything on Instagram yes. and, like, <laughs> bullshitting to your face. And it's like, I think that's just really toxic. And I think that if you're finding that you're doing that, because I think we've all been there before, like, I've definitely been there's, – there's a sick satisfaction mm. in – lording it over someone else like there's this sick satisfaction <laughs> when you can talk in a conversation with somebody and i get it it's this yucky icky but very satisfying feeling where you yes. feel like you win in that group like who hasn't mm. gotten fucking dressed right mm. gone to a party and felt like fuck yeah i look better than the party girl <laughs> you know <laughs> like, like it's gross but we do it like yes, we do it it's just an innate thing that we do yeah yeah but it's also like i think it is really like, I think it's important if you actually want to be a good person. If you don't, then don't. But I do. <laughs> if you want to continue <laughs> to- being a cunt, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, I think, like, I really try and check myself with that because mm. it obviously comes from an insecurity thing. Mm-hmm. We've all got insecurities. But it is truly the most damaging thing, I think. And it's when I feel the most damaged and hurt is when I feel less than because yes. somebody else is actively trying to paint their life or themselves like they're amazing. Like whether it's the person that's like, oh, work's just been a breeze. Oh, we're killing it. We are just killing it. Yeah. Like this website that I work for is like, oh, we're smashing it. Oh, oh, <laughs> you're not. Oh, I'm so sad for you. It's like that girl at school that used to be like when you do a test and they're like, oh, how did you go? And you're like, oh, I got like 73%. She's like, oh yeah oh that's okay though oh yeah I got 95 Mm. oh but it's fine you know like I'm sure you'll do better next time like fuck you yeah you know fuck you passive aggressive it's just shit yeah but but we it's very easy to do we've Mm. all done it Mm -hmm. we may all continue to do it I'll probably do it again in the future yeah but I do think that it's the worst worst most just awful thing to do to somebody I think is to make them feel little or yes. um, unsatisfied or, or like 
they're doing life wrong because you just want to feel like top dog mm. for a minute. Um, <laughs> and that goes from Instagram to conversations to everything really, yeah. doesn't it? But, yeah. Yeah, I think – and I think in conversations and in life, like I was thinking about this just before when I went up to get my groceries um, – I was thinking about doing this episode and I was walking back and I was thinking about times I've compared myself to people. And, like, I try – all of my best friends, I feel like, are those women who are, like, always stoked for me. They're not, like, mm. competing with me. They're like, that's mm. awesome for you. I'm so happy for you. And I try to be like that because I appreciate mm. that when – because I think women are quite competitive innately. Yeah, um, and it can be really disappointing when your friend isn't happy for you and you're just like, oh, I, like I achieved something. Be happy for me. So I try to be like these friends and just be like, yeah. yeah like, But then sometimes. Even when you don't feel it, you yes, know? Yes, yes. But then sometimes they'll say, oh, I'm engaged or I've got this great promotion and inside you're like, oh, well, I'm not. Like yeah. a few, a bunch of my friends are having their second kids and I mm. was like, oh, do I need to have a second kid? Like mm. this weird thing of like they're doing it, maybe I need to do it. Or she got a promotion. Oh, well, is my career okay? I'm engaged. Classic one and we're going to get into this in a whole episode. <laughs> being with Julian for nearly 12 years, not engaged, not married. And I'm like, oh, shit, like I'm still not engaged, still not married. I, I'm constantly doing it and I constantly, I yeah. think now that I'm 35, I take a step back and I'm like, do I really want that? Do I really want a second kid right now? No, I fucking don't actually. I can't mm. think of anything worse personally for mm. me personally now, mm. being pregnant again and having a newborn again, no thanks for me. Yeah. And like my yeah. friends, I'm stoked for them, genuinely stoked for them. I can't wait to hold their cute little babies and squeeze them and then hand them back over and have my toddler yeah. and deal with the toddler for a bit. Do I want to yeah. get married? Maybe, yes, but. It's so not high on the priority list at all. You can't even have a wedding at the moment. So what's the fucking yes. point? Jobs. Yes. Like I like my job. I'm happy. Like I don't need this fancy promotion that my friend might be getting. Like I'm happy and content and really proud of the work that we're doing. Like I constantly yeah. am now doing that and just checking myself every time I compare. Like seeing people's hot bodies on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I've just this morning was like, oh, looking good. I try to go back to that and remember I, I am happy with my body right now. I've worked hard and lost some weight and I'm feeling good. No, I don't look like that chick on Instagram, but do I need to? No, I'm just feeling happy and healthy. So I think it's really important to when you do it because we all do it and you can't just stop <laughs> comparing like maybe, I don't know, Beyonce doesn't compare herself to anyone else. She probably does now. She's getting older. <laughs> I bet she's she probably does. comparing herself now to does. younger singers. And yeah. I, I think everyone does it. But I think what's important, you don't have to fall into the trap. Like yes, don't yes. fall into the hole. Like you can trip a bit and like maybe your toe is in the hole and then just go, hang on, I don't need to fall all the way in here. I am happy yes. with my life. I have so many other things going on that I'm happy and content with. And if you if it's really sticking with you and you're like, wow, that promotion that my friend got, you're still thinking about it a week later, then maybe mm. you aren't happy with your job and it is time to – you know, kick some career goals, maybe then it's a good thing. But if it's just unwarranted yes. comparison and just makes you yes. feel shit for no reason, even though two minutes beforehand you felt like you yes. were killing it, yes. then then it's not. It's just your anxiety and it's just a hang up and yeah, you don't need to go there. 
that and I think that's long-winded advice I loved that I was like so enthralled I was like oh my fucking god I am getting chills I have because I think you nailed it in the sense that like if you're happy Mm. like 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 okay so say like Tom and I like we'll have all these moments of just happiness and we're having such a nice time and yeah we'll have shit times too but like we'll have these nice times mm. but it's like when you start comparing all you can think about is like bad the things bad or things. something like you but, always but remember you the bad forget, shit. yeah or like the thing that you don't have like the mm. grass is greener mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. it's like say mm-hmm. it's the second baby it's like oh well maybe I need to have a second baby because everyone else is and then I want to be like you know, keeping up with other people or whatever. But really you were quite happy with the way that your life is at this point and you will make your own choice at some point whether you want to have that second kid or not when it feels right for you and there will be other people having kids or second kids then and you're not going to be left behind, you know? Yeah. And and I think – I do that too, like, like, and I do it in the street. Like, I walk past a couple, and you don't know anything about them, and you're like, "Oh, oh they seem so yes. perfect and happy." Yeah. Or like, you walk past, like, yeah, like a perfect angelic baby that's like, <laughs> you know, sleeping in the pram while yours is screaming, or you know, you um, walk past someone like oh, this used to happen to me all the time. I'd walk past people at um, when I worked, like, well, because I work in fashion, and I'll walk past someone. It's like so epically pulled together yes breezing through the front doors (laughs) and you're just like oh like I'll never you know like I can't look that good and now my outfit looks shit and I really liked it before and I think it really is like constantly working on your self-esteem and Mm -hmm. trusting yourself yeah which is this new thing I'm obsessed with by the way is self-trust because which we can get into in the church episode my sister had this revelation bumper church episode I know three hours my sister had this three hours of you talking (laughs) next is gonna be your three hour like birthing story or something (laughs) (laughs) back to back back to back solo stories yes solo specials (laughs) <laughs> the atheist versus the church, ex-church goer and then the woman who has never had a child and then the one who's going to tell her detailed this birthing story. This is why story. it works. <laughs> I know. It's perfect. But um, I was going to say that, uh, yeah, so when I was in – my sister had this revelation because we both grew up in church that because we were told what to do and mm. told how to live and all sorts of things and, and very much had a lot of rules around our lives and a lot of, like – you know, uh, things that had to be in place for us to make a decision, essentially, Mm. we lack self-trust now. And I was, like, blown away with this because I am so bad at making decisions. Yeah, it makes so much sense, doesn't it? Yeah. And so trusting yourself is really hard when you come from something like that. But it can also just be really hard if you have low self-esteem, if you're insecure, you know, you need to trust that, like, what you want Mm. um, is okay. Like, yeah, and that you're doing you, enough. Yeah, and that your life is, you know, and, and I think that painting that realistic, like, v- take that veneer off, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. take the veneer off, Yeah, which you're putting onto a situation, which yes. they're putting on, whatever the fuck it is, and, and then look at that realistically and, yeah. and balanced. Like, my psychologist always tells me, like, stop thinking in black and white, like, think like you know find somewhere in the middle like okay that oatmeal but like you said the oatmeal baby looks perfect their their life looks perfect that's just a snapshot of their life Mm -hmm. that couple walking past you on the street that baby going past you on the street going past you walking down the street (laughs) on its own this baby (laughs) oatmeal baby that oatmeal baby is not it probably just had a huge tantrum before it slept in the pram that happy looking couple you know 
might have just had sex for the first time in four months because yeah. they're going through stuff. That woman that looks fucking amazing probably had a, she's probably running late for work. She had a wardrobe crisis because she couldn't decide on anything she wanted to wear because she felt like yeah. she looked fat in all of her pants and that's why she's wearing a dress. Like you don't know there is a veneer and you you making people be perfect and people are making themselves look perfect on Instagram. But there's always two sides to the story and, and remember always. that. Remember these people are just human yeah. and it's not perfect. Yeah. I think like the perfect example, the perfect example <laughs> for me was I wrote a story maybe like earlier on in the year and I was just basically like having a full on one of our breakdowns. We love <laughs> to have a breakdown. And I was having one of my breakdowns and I just, I was overloaded. I had too much going on. I, um, you know, I had just started another new job and it was just, it was chaos. And I just wrote this story about like basically feeling burnt out and like, you know, just being honest saying like, I'm not doing okay. I feel like, you know, mm. we don't talk about this enough. And I had so many people DM me saying, wow, I really look at you and I thought she's someone that's smashing it and I would feel bad looking at your life thinking I'm not doing enough. And it's like, that is wild. Think about yes. how many people you look at thinking, yeah. oh, they're doing so well and I'm not. They've got the perfect marriage and I don't. They've got the perfect kid and I don't. They've got the perfect career and I yeah. don't. Yeah. And, and actually, if you candidly spoke to them, they'd probably yeah, tell you, oh, know, fuck yeah. no, I don't. <laughs> And now I've got all these fucking problems. Like, I have so many problems, you know. Like, I am barely scraping it in, you know, every day. And, and yes, I've got heaps going on for me and, like, you know, I have, you know, a lot of good shit in my life. But it doesn't mean that my life is perfect. It doesn't yeah. mean that I'm not also having a hard time and no one is doing it. Beyonce is probably not having the easiest time either. No, you know? she's not. <laughs> I, Think I do about wish Beyonce. I had that beautiful house. Think yeah. about Beyonce, okay? She's not doing well. Let's send her some nice messages. <laughs> Let's send her a stuffed mushroom baked in yeah, Tuscan with sun. Baked in the Tuscan sun. <laughs> we'll appreciate oh. it. But, yeah, if you guys, um, like, tell us your advice around comparisonitis and, yep. and How Instagram. How do you snap out of it? About that. Yeah. Because I really love that, Josie. I'm going to take that away with me. That's really, like... I think that that's really everything with your mind is that you have to just constantly practice. It's like constant work to mm. retrain your thinking and to pivot, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not always easy, but it's a constant thing. Constantly check in and be like, no, wait, I don't actually want this. Like mm -hmm. it's just the knee-jerk reaction of feeling like you do. Um, yeah. But check in with yourself always. And, yeah, like always, email us. Um, yes, please. Follow us Instagram. on Instagram. Join the group. We'd love feedback. We love um, episode ideas. If you just have thoughts you want to share with the group, um, do it because it's a safe and non judgmental place. So please join our little community. And thanks for, yes. as always, listening to us rant. Um, yes, thanks, guys. And just word vomit at each other. Yeah, love it. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,